Hello, and welcome to Moving Markets by Julius Baer. Please listen to the important legal information at the end of this podcast. Good morning. My name is Bernadette Anderko, and I'm one of the investment writers at Julius Baer in Zurich. I'm going to provide an overview of the recent market activity. In the US yesterday, shares fell. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 1.01% to 30,706.23. The S&P 500 slid to 3,855.93, more than 10% below its August high. And the Nasdaq Composite slumped 0.95% to 11,425.05. Shares in Asia Pacific traded lower this morning too, following Wall Street's negative lead. The Nikkei 225 in Japan dropped 1.2%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index is off one and a quarter percent, and the Hang Seng Tech Index dropped almost two and a half percent. In mainland China, the Shanghai Composite lost half a percent, and the Shenzhen component was 1.166 percent lower. The offshore yuan fell to its lowest against the US dollar since mid-2020, even after the People's Bank of China set the daily reference rate for the currency stronger than expected for a 20th day. China's current interest rates are reasonable and provide room for future policy action, the People's Bank of China said, amid expectations that it may resume lowering rates in coming months. Japan is now ready to intervene in currency markets at any moment if needed, according to a former head of the country's currency policy. The Bank of Japan announced an unscheduled bond purchase operation as it seeks to cap upward pressure on yields before a policy decision tomorrow. In the bond markets, US Treasury yields held near multi-year highs as traders and investors alike await the decision of the Federal Reserve's Monetary Policy Committee meeting later today. Consensus expectations are for a third consecutive 75 basis point rate hike as the US central bank continues to fight inflation. In the commodity space, oil held losses near an eight-month low at around $84 a barrel. Gold at $16.64 is trading at a two-year low. Bitcoin is trading at around $19,000 this morning. On the energy front, Germany is to nationalise the gas giant Uniper SE to rescue the country's largest gas importer and avert a collapse of the energy sector. The government in Berlin will inject 8 billion euros into the Dusseldorf-based utility via a capital increase at 1.7 euros per share. What's coming up today? Well, we have US existing home sales, the US Energy Information Administration crude oil inventory report, And of course, what everyone's waiting for, the all-important US Federal Reserve decision followed by Jerome Powell's news conference. European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde said in a speech last night in Frankfurt that we expect to raise interest rates further over the next several meetings. European future screens are mainly in the red this morning, so expect a lower open. And that's it for the markets wrap. Now, I'm pleased to hand over to Dario Messi, fixed income research analyst, for a central bank update and a bond market overview. Thank you, Bernadette, and good morning to all of you. I mean, you said it, today is Fed Day. We get finally to know this long-awaited FOMC decision. And, uh, well, certainly all investors really want to know the intention of Powell and Co. regarding their tightening plan. Um, As you said, 75 basis points is widely expected for today. So another big move by the Fed. Um, this is especially true also after this pressure built again following uh, the last high inflation reading that we had in the US, you might remember. But obviously, it's not only the hike today um, that is of interest, but similar, if even not more important, what can we expect for the coming months and years? 
And here we certainly will watch out for, for the updated dot plot, which basically shows what the FOMC members themselves project. Uh, now regarding the bond market, I mean, the bond market is definitely already a bit nervous if, if we look at the recent moves. Um, you mentioned it in your market update. I mean, the 10-year yield uh, surpassed again this June highs, uh, even quickly touched the 3.6% line yesterday. Uh, me personally, I have to say, I didn't expect the curve to move up as fast again uh, after June. Um, but also here across the Atlantic, in here in Europe, the, the German Bund approaching again the 2% mark. So certainly some nervousness that we observe ahead of the FOMC decision later today. But while the Fed is the central of interest, it's not the only central bank delivering this week. And we had already the Riksbank yesterday in Sweden. And tomorrow for some listeners um, here also very interesting, the SMB, the Swiss National Bank. The SMB is highly likely to raise its target for the money market rate again basically ending an almost seven-year-long period of negative interest rates. So the question here is only how much the SMB will hike. Now, there are uh, several reasons, we think, for the SMB um, to not fully catch up or align with the ECB. Uh, the Swiss franc has strengthened materially versus the euro since the SMB, SMB's last meeting in June, and also... I mean, the Swiss franc now really dropped below the psychological important parity level. Uh, moreover, um, if we think about inflation, inflation is lower in Switzerland than in Germany or the US. The country's energy mix is, is just more favorable at this juncture. So in our view, there is really a case for a more moderate pace in rate hikes. Um, and we think, yeah, this kind of more moderate pace in rate hikes is also warranted. Uh, additionally, also, if we think of the fundamental reasons for some decoupling at the longer end of the yield curve, so it's it's simply a different starting point that we have here uh, in Switzerland uh, for fiscal, but also the external balances, and um, quite a different starting point between Switzerland and the Eurozone. So we have uh, in our books a 50 basis points hike for the SMB tomorrow, but certainly acknowledge and are well aware that uh, there is some substantial upside risk to this call. Um, the, the SMB's next official policy meeting will only take place in December again, so there might be some reason to, to raise um, already now a bit more, let's say 75 or even 100 basis points. But from our perspective, much more important, regardless of how the actual interest rate step will turn out um, in the upcoming meeting, there is certainly a case for a gap between the Swiss franc and the, the euro rates markets going forward. And we also expect at some point a consolidation of yields and mortgage rates at or only slightly above the current levels that we observe now. That's it uh, from my side. Wish you a wonderful day and back to you, Bernadette. We definitely have a lot to look out for. Thank you very much for such a comprehensive update, Dario. This concludes today's podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. We do hope you'll join us for the next instalment. Good luck today and goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information.